0: Leaders, Storytellers and Griots, sharing personal highlights on Stories of the Week.
1: We're working or moving to a story that came out in the Business Day, an opinion piece by someone that I have huge faith in, in terms of how he thinks about the world Dr. Yakub Abba-Oma is a director of operations at MISTRA, the Mapungube Institute for Strategic Reflection. And he focuses in many ways on the areas of engagement in civil society. So he wrote an article this week titled A New Cabinet and the Hyphen Between Nation and State a fascinating article which looked at the differences of how we look at something called nationhood or the nation, but also what that means in relation to the state and how do we engage with that particular uh, link. On the line, Dr. Yakub Abba Omar. Abba, thank you so much for joining us.
0: Thank you, Michelle. Thank you for having me.
1: You know, Abba, it was an interesting article because it did define uh, the somewhat often murky relationship between state and between nation. Perhaps you could talk to us a little bit more about that.
0: Sure. But firstly, I must thank you for the how you've been featuring Women's Month in the program already, and beautiful music you've been playing which speaks to one part of what we call nationalism, and that is the role of women in the creation of a nation. So, you know, often we've looked at the nation separately from the state, and uh, then, you know, we have the notion of a nation-state that's hyphenated. And what I've been trying to do is trying to say that there's a balance between the two. On one hand, you develop identities and so forth. On the other hand, we have a state that then governs us, now, this debate between the, about the relationship between people and the state goes back centuries. I think, you know, philosophers like Hobbes and Locke and so, Jean-Jacques Rousseau and so forth have been at it for centuries. Yeah. And what they've been arguing is that you know, if you don't have, uh, that there is what they call a, na- a state of nature that we could succumb to if we don't have a state that is strong enough, that's legitimate enough or if we don't give up certain freedoms to the state so that our security is ensured. So that relationship is then captured in what's called the social contract. Now, for me, that's the kind of hyphenated area, that what does the social contract mean? Um, some people say that it's nationalism because the state leaders would create this kind of nationhood. And uh, I argue that actually at the heart of it, and not the only one hand, it's not an original thought, but at the heart of it is this thing of a social compact, which helps us achieve the social cohesion that we require. And given the cleavages that we have in our society, inequalities, race, uh, urban, rural, etc., etc., et cetera, the state has to be strong enough, must be legitimate so that people are willing to invest their identities into this concept of a South African nation state.
1: Huh. So, you are saying that in order for us to say we are South African, we need a state that makes us proud of our nationhood?
0: Absolutely. And it, it's a state that we must be proud of. It's a state that we must be willing to give up some of our liberties that we invest our identities with. Yes.
1: When you talk about giving up some of our liberties, which that then, of course, takes us to what you describe as a social contract. Now, you've so- spoken of a social contract, mm-hmm. a social compact, and social cohesion. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. there are three very different things, right. but they're intrinsically linked. Right. Explain that for us.
0: Okay. So uh, a, social comp- uh, a social contract would be the kind of almost embodiment of a social compact. A social compact is arrived at when we can actually have people sit down, um, and it doesn't necessarily have to be an elitist uh, exercise or project. But we agree that, look, you know, we we want to achieve higher growth, we want to achieve economic prosperity, we want to achieve a non-racial society, etc. We commit to that, and then we start acting towards it. And so, social cohesion is the bedrock of that. So, some people would argue, look. You cannot achieve social cohesion in, in, a, in, a, in a completely uh, the kind of inequality that we see in South Africa today. So for me, that yeah, that's true. But we have to strive towards that, and the way towards to achieve that is by having a social compact, which is captured in some kind of contract. Now that means that you know certain communities, certain sectors like business, would have to give up a huge section of their profits, they must contribute more towards workers and their families, etc. It may mean that workers themselves then commit to uh, upskilling some kind of flexibility on how the workplace is reorganized, etc. So it's going to require a lot of compromises amongst different sectors so that we're actually able to achieve the social cohesion we require that becomes the glue that keeps our nation and our state together.
1: So Abba, the, the the psychologist Wachbi Long, who wrote an extraordinary book called uh, Nation on the Couch, South African mm. Nation on the Couch, mm. he says that the only um, the only binding that we have together as South Africans is in fact our alienation.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That that. If, if you want to say what makes us South Africans, it's, it's in fact our alienation of one another.
0: Right. And I, 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 I've, I've been following his stuff, and I think it's good, brave thinking that we require. And uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I mean, if you could take that view. <laughs> I would say, uh, you know, the fact that we have a boundary, uh, a border that defines who lives in South Africa, Means that that's our starting point, and then yeah. we start creating arrangements between ourselves, which is then captured in the constitution. Um, and so it, you know, for uh, at, the, at the ultimate level, the constitution represents our social contract. It's what we say that, you know, we have now committed ourselves to building, creating a nation state that is called South Africa on the basis of the constitution. So, I would say. It, I've embraced thinking there. I love the kind of thinking that's coming about just in the debate around that. And in the challenges that we've identified, for example, in the Lula BG scenarios project, we've realized that a big part of the challenge that we have to look at is this history that we're coming out of woundedness um, and the kind of divisions that we've had and therefore the alienation uh, that uh, he's focusing on. If we don't address that, then we're going to keep tripping ourselves up, you know, and I don't think we've been doing that. You know, we had some kind of cathartic experience with the TRC, um, you know, but every time we kind of get to addressing the kind of issues at the heart of, of the nation, you know, we we kind of put a Band-Aid over it called the mm. Rainbow People or, you know, those kinds of things and think that, oh, well, you know, we're okay. So, you know, for example, I think all South Africans were harkened by, uh, by uh, Tatiana's performance, yeah. as you mentioned, and wonderful, uplifting, and yesterday's uh, bus performance. Yeah, <laughs> incredible. It had me on the edge of my feet there. So, you know, we, we there's a lot of those moments that we come together, and the people say, yeah, yeah, no, we are one nation, but we don't address those deep wounds that are always there, that, you know, sometimes the skin covers it for a while and then it festers again.
1: Yeah, So one thing we need, um, You've 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 rated two things here. The one is that we need a strong, powerful state. Mm -hmm. Um, And by powerful, I mean positive. I'm not saying powerful as in power.
0: Yeah, Um, it mustn't be this hyper-masculine kind of state. Yeah, Yeah. strong, capable. So
1: Mm -hmm. in order for us to resolve that, we as South Africans have to be able to vote and we need to be able to engage on that kind of a level. In the other area, we need to say, okay, what is... um, our compact with one another. What would you suggest? Very briefly, we have a minute, that that could be.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, We need to take a step back in some communities, like the whole Phoenix area. We need to have a lot more engagement with communities. People need to see the humanity in each other, you know, so that we don't see the other, uh, that, you know, those people are dirty or those people are exploitative or those people are not lazy or whatever so at the very basic level we're going to need a lot of dialogue talking through these issues and then i think we just need to build up on the positives that we've had you know generally as a country Mm. and we need leadership across the board that works towards helping us achieve that community business government trade union all of us need to be committed to that
1: Dr. Abba Yakub Omar, thank you so much for joining us. The director-